Bro. Why are you nervous? One time I had to go on a radio show. Well, it's already recording, so. Really? Yeah. And I got so nervous. Why? Because I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what they were going to ask me. I pulled out a C.S. Lewis quote. <laughs> who is that? You don't know who C.S. Lewis no, is? No, I don't know who C.S. Lewis He's is. He's an author. He, he wrote a... Narnia? Narnia. Okay, regardless. Well, hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Um, It's me, Nate, obviously, the host of this podcast. Today we have two of my best friends, Ryan and Noe. Howdy. Howdy. Um, we all three go to Texas A&M. Um, Whoop! Yep. Whoop! Whoop. Um, we all met in Student Bonfire, so we're going to talk a little bit more about that. Um, yeah, so let's get into it. So tell the... Tell the viewers just a little snippet about yourself. We don't need a whole autobiography. Go for it, Ryan. All right. I was born and raised in a military family. My dad was a chaplain, so military brat and pastor's kid. Um, and I ended up at San Antonio, Texas, graduated high school there, and decided to come to Texas A&M. Nice, nice. Noe, what about yourself? I see you're eating those ramen noodles. They look very good. Um, go ahead. Well, howdy, uh, I'm Noe Pena. I am from San Antonio, Texas. Born and raised. Um, I graduated high school from San Antonio from Hope Cruz High School. Decided to come to A&M. Uh, that's about it. I played tennis in high school. Heck yeah, man. Well, um, yeah, so we all met here. I don't remember when we met. I remember I met you at a stack during Bonfire when you were in a Mr. Incredibles costume. No, I thought we met before that. No, it was then. At a the, Halloween uh, stack. Well, when we went, uh, wasn't it during cut season when we searched for the charm app together? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We, were, we were searching for the charm application. Um, yeah, we're not going to get into a whole lot of that stuff. Uh, but uh, yeah. No, I also don't remember when I'm. Yeah, I do remember when I met you. It was at a stack, and pre-stack. you were wearing. It was a pre-stack, and you were wearing a COVID suit. Um, COVID suit. A, a, to put it in perspective for you, um, homie, Loki looked like a marshmallow, and then he was he was looking like a marshmallow doing manual labor. So it was pretty funny. It was a it was a fun day. Um, it was very very hot. Yeah, very hot. They covered me in goat weed, so that you know. Whoop for allergic reactions. But uh, besides that, yeah, so let's get into it. So I want to start in talking about, obviously, Bonfire. Y'all are both in Bonfire. I am also in Student Bonfire. I am not in the same position as these guys, but I still am involved in it's what I feel like is a home away from home. Um, So how is Bonfire essentially like... How let's say this. How has Bonfire I wouldn't say helped you. How has it how has it helped you change? Like what kind of growth have you seen from being in it for the how long have we been in here? For what? Four months? About? Four or five four months? months Actually no, it's been longer. No, Almost since six. August. Is it August? So what is that? Seven? It's gonna be coming on nine months now. Dang. Man, wow. Time flies when you're having fun. Time yeah. flies when you're having fun. For sure. A lot of long nights at the chicken, the Dixie chicken. Um, but yeah, so speaking of the Dixie chicken, let's go there for a second. We haven't gone and played Bones in a while. What's uh, up with that, last time man? I played Bones with you was, shoot, when we were there with Reagan and uh, Token. 
Yeah. Cream top, token cream top, yeah. So yeah. uh a little bit about bonfires. You get like a a nickname when you join. Well you don't really you don't get one, you earn one. You gotta do something special, something funny. Yeah, so we're not going to go into my nickname, but uh, if y'all would like to announce y'all, if y'all are more than welcome to, I mean, I'm not going to force y'all to, but if y'all want to go for it, y'all can. I mean, why don't you want to go on your nickname? Bro, we're not going to talk about my nickname. <laughs> y'all might hear my nickname later on in another episode of the podcast. I'm going to start doing a lot more episodes. I've been slacking. The last one I posted was back in late August, early August. Late? No. Early August, late July, I think those months line up together. I'm not too sure. But regardless, it's been at least, like we said, about, yeah, it's been a minute, about nine months. So I am going to start getting back in the swing of things, uploading more episodes for you guys. Um, But, uh, yeah, back to what we were talking about. So we haven't played Bones in a while. So, I mean, essentially, Bones is just Domino's uh, 42. Same thing. We'll go to the world-renowned Dixie Chicken and College Station right off of university avenue right when you get into college station coming from central texas where i'm from and i guess where these two guys are from san antonio um I'd say south texas south texas we're like right on the right on the edge south, of central. south texas central south central south you're in the dry barren area you go north you're in the hill country so it's like right there yeah yeah well yeah so um i think Who's probably the best Bones player out of us three? Noe. I mean, not to toot my horn, or not to toot my own horn or anything, but I'm not even gonna cap. I'm not that great. I suck every time I play these two. These two dudes, they're way smarter than me. Are you in honors? You're not in honors. No, no. bro. Honors never heard of her. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So um. If any of y'all listening out there, hit me up if y'all want to play Bones and go down to the Dixie Chicken. And... Typically, Ryan and I, we play together. Yeah. Uh, Noe and I were playing on opposite teams, and I was beating them. So. Who are you playing with? Uh, they were both new. Oh. I mean, both had never played before. Both had never played before, so. Yeah. At that, at that point, it just ends luck on what your partner has. Mm-hmm. I always, I like to, I like to gun it a little early when I play. I mean, it's kind of dumb to play like I played, but I mean, you know, I got guts. I got, I got, yeah, I, I got, got the, I got that grit to play bones, man. Got to have that little grit, you know. I like to play cautiously. It's it's a lot easier to to defend yeah. bones than it is. To For attack. being completely honest, I didn't think there was an offense and defense to the game. I that that goes to show you how bad I am at it. But um, like I said, let's get into this. So. Uh, let's start with you, Ryan. Um, how has, why are you nervous, dude? Why are you nervous? We're literally in a dorm room. We are in your dorm room right now. (laughs) All right. So essentially, okay, Ryan, how has Bonfire and this experience being a freshman in college in a new place? uh, I'm sure you've been down here many times, but, uh, how has being on your own in college for pretty much a year now, how has that affected you? Uh, we could say, Mentally, how, like, what kind of mental growth have you seen from it? Um, well, you know, it's my first time uh, really being alone by myself. I mean, I'm a freshman in college. And um, so when I came to college, I, I really knew <laughs> that uh, what I was looking for was a good community. And um, I heard about Bonfire off of Twitter, actually. 
Um, Did they DM you? They DM me. Sad DM me. <laughs> uh, my mom. <laughs> and um, uh, so they offered a few of them, a few of the our crew chiefs um, back then offered free spaghetti dinner. And so I was like, yeah, I like free food. Right? Who doesn't like free food? Um, <laughs> I love free food. And I showed up, and, and we were just having the best conversations. You know, everyone was was having fun. There were there were multiple crews present there. It was um, Toy and Old Town were both there. Okay. Um, and then my crew chiefs were there. And so – you know, I could just tell it was a, it was a whole big community yeah. uh, right off the bat. I joined a little later than you did. Yeah. How did you join, Nelly? Let's get into same, that story. Same way. Sad DM me on Twitter. But, uh, um, like, I never went to any of the events or, uh, I guess, kickbacks or, you know, free food events, whatever. I kind of stayed in my dorm for that first, like, two weeks. I guess we call it Gigum Week or now it's Howdy, Howdy week, week, but yeah. it's always going to be Gigum Week. Um, uh, so I never went to any of the events and then they were like, Hey, there's an informational that was cut class at the chicken. That is more than an informational dog. They told me, Hey, five, $5 to go and see the bonfire. And I was already in line. There was a line behind me and I was like, well, all right, I guess I'm going to see the bonfire, paid him my $5, bought me a pair of steel toes. And there you go, man. That's enough. That's enough spending money for me to make me not want to quit oh that's true i mean money doesn't grow on trees but um speaking of money doesn't grow on trees we are broke college students uh let's just preface that homie's over here eating ramen noodles um all of our hey, still I toes i got the shrimp oh uh, he's got the shrimp it's a, it's a little more it's a little more bougie bourgeois no that's not the bourgeoisie let's <laughs> but that's, that's a that's, that's a, a completely funny. different thing but um yes we are living it a little classy you know we have our fake grape champagne you know it's not real champagne because we don't condone alcohol on these parts no, sir. but uh yeah our i wanted to talk about steel toes for a second because a lot of people don't realize but steel toes they they they're heavy they're they're a lot heavier than you think they are and they do come in clutch though but you have to get you have to get the right ones my my personal steel toes I got them from Walmart because, like I said, I'm a broke college student. The twenty dollar ones. Yeah, the twenty. The twenty three dollar ones. Yeah. That's what I have too. You see, I bought a sixty dollar pair at Tractor Supply. However, they were on sale for around twenty five dollars. Both twenty three, twenty five. Not red ass numbers. Not, not, not red ass at all. Um, uh, for those of you that don't go to A and M, red ass is a term that Aggies use to basically. Um, how would you describe red red ass? Basically, how how good you are with traditions? Um, it's like it's like pretty much like a measure of school spirit. If yes. something's yeah. red ass, it's it's got a lot of school spirit. If something is not red ass, no school spirit. Yeah, and those people will be called two percenters. But um, that's just a little insight and some AM lingo for you. But uh, uh, yeah, so my first steel toes, I do still have them. They haven't fallen apart. But uh, yeah, so if you are getting steel toes for whatever reason, whether you're cutting down trees or you just want to rock steel toes for whatever reason, I don't know why you would want to do that. 
I do not recommend going to Walmart unless you are like me, balling on a budget, and that is your only option. This has turned into now a steel toe ad. But <laughs> <laughs> I just have to say this because I can't let you go and get steel toes without knowing this information. Okay, okay, give it to if me. If you go to Walmart and get the $23 pair of steel toes, <laughs> you'll know the pair when you see it. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> they definitely look like $23 steel toe shoes. Invest in the $10 soles. You're going to need them at some point. Yeah. The sole that it comes with will wear out. You will be walking on rubber. I don't even think point. mine wore in in the first place. I think they just came wore out. <laughs> <laughs> like I put them on that and I was would, like, this is not sense. right. This is definitely not right. But uh, yeah, so uh, what is y'all's major? I know, Ryan, you're liberal arts. I'm a history major. Oh, you are history. Um, right now on paper, I'm an engineering major. Okay. So we'll go with that. Okay. <laughs> Are you going to change it or something? Uh, I'm just trying to find my place academically. I mean, that's fair. Everybody has their own path, you know. Just like, let's get philosophical here. Everybody has their own path, just like us three had our own path to get here, and now we're on a podcast. So there you go. How oh, the ramen noodles tasting, bud? Oh, they're, they're, <laughs> they're busting. They're busting. <laughs> they're busting, busting. No, but uh, so obviously y'all are in a pretty nice role in Bonfire. Um, y'all are, how do I say this? Y'all are in a leadership role. Um, yeah, leadership. Yeah. Uh, so how is, you know, taking on this new role? How is it like, how did you react to it at first? Because a lot of people, um, a lot of people, when they get put in a leadership position, with, whether it be an organization, I, my, me personally was football when I was a quarterback. You know, um, just had to, you know, just take take the ups with the downs and power through all the downs and you know, get through those deep spots because you have a team behind you that you're working with. So, uh, my question to y'all is, what are some adjustments that y'all have had to make? as people taking on this new leadership role that y'all are in. So who wants to go first? Okay, this is like a panel. All right, Ryan, go ahead. So um, coming in uh, to the leadership role was kind of scary for me um, just because I I get nervous um, when I get responsibility just thrown on my shoulders. And, and the way that um, – getting thrown into a bonfire leadership position works is they literally just toss every single responsibility possible that you can have in that leadership <laughs> role on you. I mean, that's, all how, that's one way to do it. Yeah. And, um, you know, so it, it was at first a little stressful. So a, a lot of it is just going with the flow until you can find your own flow. Really? Um, like really, if you think about it, it's like, um, you're, you're kayaking and you just jump in and you, you go where the water takes you until you can get your paddles and your oars in the water. Okay. I like that. I like uh, that. Have you ever been kayaking before? I have. Really? Where at? Uh, Guadalupe River. Okay. Oh, for, for those of y'all listening, this man is a Spanish miner, so. His pronunciation on stuff is a little better than mine, but uh, continue. Um, so, so it's like 
you come in, you get all this, all this, uh, all these responsibilities just thrown on you, heaped on you at once, uh, and you really have to find your own way um, to deal with it. Um, so yeah, it, it, it's a lot of uh, just being confident in what you're doing. Um, but Definitely, confidence is a big thing. confidence in yourself. Um, without being too competitive uh, towards other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's respectable. So, I like yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, I at the end of the day, the goal of Bonfire is to build a community. Um, to build Bonfire in general. Well, yeah, to build a community around the Bonfire we build. Um, so, so it's not, we're not, com- we're not necessarily trying to compete with each other. We're trying to cooperate with each other. So like you said, it's more about cooperating with each other, but uh, yeah. So Noe, what's your take on, you know, new leadership position that you're in? You can keep it short or sweet or whatever, but yeah. I had a speech. You did have a no, speech. No, 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 I'm just kidding. It, 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 honestly, if we're not even going to hold this from y'all, it got cut out. We, we, yeah. didn't, we didn't take this recording, you know, in the precautions, but go ahead. Uh, say, say your question again. Uh, what is some of the, you know, ways that you've changed mentally or grown, you know, from oh, being put in a leadership, a leadership position? Yeah. That's right. Okay. Um, probably something I've grown with is uh, getting better at listening to other people's inputs. Because in uh, our crew, we have uh, five crew chiefs, and like while we're all equal in a sense, sometimes there can be a certain order, and uh, I'm not really going to go into that. But um, uh, making sure everyone's heard is definitely like a big thing that I've had to learn, and making sure that. Uh, that everyone's opinion is being heard and whether or not like their opinion is right or whether or not their idea is right. It's still like the concept of them having their opinion heard and us, the rest of us deliberating whether or not it's good or bad. Uh, And definitely just like trusting others to do something and take lead when they have to, even when like, the rest of us aren't there because, uh, dang man, that chair's <laughs> squeaking. So, I, gotta, I gotta get the WD forty up. <laughs> All right, continue. Uh, oh yeah, I kind of lost my train of thought, but like, um, where'd you put it? <laughs> it's on the tracks. I can buy. Well, I mean, in, in regards, like, kind of what I was saying with the with the five of us, definitely just making sure that. Uh, everyone is everyone's heard and making sure that people don't feel left out and that people like you know one of the five of us doesn't feel like they aren't their opinion isn't being heard or they're they haven't been able to voice their opinion and that they feel that they're a leader and not just following the rest of the leaders yeah for sure man but uh yeah those are pretty good answers man um next thing i wanted to talk about um you know, it's been 10 months. We are in college. So there have been a lot of memories that, you know, I, I, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't want my kids to remember. But, uh, yeah, what are y'all's, some of y'all's favorite memories just from, you know, the last 10 months of being in the organization? 
Um, one of my favorite times was uh, when we were putting in center pole. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I wore my Mr. Incredibles costume. <laughs> that was really fun. <laughs> Dog. <laughs> yeah. It was so cold that night. It was so cold. And, and oh. the Mr. Incredible costume. It had it had the foam in it. <laughs> it, had the foam. it had the so foam. It had the foam. warm all night. Dude, you remember when we slept in the car that night? We slept in the car. Jeez. We slept in the truck about two oh. hours. It, it felt like maybe two minutes. I have never fallen asleep so quickly. So quickly. Jeez. I thought I thought I'm not gonna fall asleep in this position. I'm so uncomfortable. Exactly I woke up thinking. two hours later. Yeah, I wake up to a phone call. <laughs> Of someone telling us to go get breakfast because we're going to be putting in window sticks in in like three or four hours. We're like, go get breakfast right now. I had, I mean, I just turned my car on, put the heater at some random setting. I was like, I don't want it too hot, too cold. Oh, whatever. such a, such but a like, good it was, it was the. <laughs> it was. I woke up and I, it wasn't like I, was I wasn't hot. sweating. Yeah, was I was sweat. just asleep. I was. It's like you know that feeling like right in the front part of your brain you get when you're falling asleep. It's yeah. like super warm. I well, one thing about College Station, I don't know if we've already touched on this in the podcast, is the Dixie Chicken. So essentially, the Dixie—I think we had—I think we, we did talk about it. Yeah, I think where we, we go about play bones. bones. But we were just talking about you know the Audio Almighty again, the the Almighty Bucky's. But um, yeah, shout out to the homies. wait a second. Shout out to the. I wouldn't eat that one. How old is it? That's the newer one. This is no that one. That one's old. That was like two weeks old. So Noe just gave me some expired summer hey, we sausage. All <laughs> we uh, all ate it. We all ate it. We all ate it. Nah, mine. But anyways. No, 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 no. That's mine. I paid for that one. Wait, let me eat it. Anyways. Wait, which is the one I We're all here, you know, oh, munching you on some one. summer sausage. But, uh, yeah, that's what we were talking about. So in Bucky's, which is, you know, Waller, Texas, we in College Station like to drive an hour and a half to a truck stop, which is like. It's not a truck stop because 18 wheelers are allowed there. I thought they were. No. It's a well, gas station. It's like if Disney World was a gas station. Oh, that's yeah. how I can describe. If but, Disney World was a gas station in Texas, that that's Bucky's for you. But uh, you know what they say: everything's bigger in Texas. Everything, you know, even the people. But uh, <laughs> someone's got to put us on the map. <laughs> San Antonio, baby, yep. open that two one zero. But uh, yeah, also- so. We were just talking about our Bucky's order. Um, I get the, I call it the Nate special. So you got to get the jalapeno summer sausage, just like the expired one that Noe just gave me. Um, and then, and then you get the, you get the, what is it? Hot and spicy saltine crackers, and you just put, put some of that. What's that dude on Tic Tac? Put it on a cracker, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. dude. <laughs> but yeah, get some summer sausage, put it on a cracker, and you Gucci. Um, I like it, I like dude. sometimes I I'll be uh well I guess it's already jalapeno cheddar, but like I'll throw you know get a get a slice of that cheese in there. Yeah, for sure, man, that's good. Um, but um, I got it yesterday or no? I got it yesterday. Two days ago, we went to the chicken with my parents, and they were like, you know, they want to order appetizers for the table. I got them some key fries, or whatever. They're just like cheesy fries. Yeah. And I was like, well, they want onion rings, and I was like, well. I don't know why you're going to want onion rings when I got y'all tea fries, but whatever. If y'all want to order onion rings, go ahead. And then I was like, I want cheese and crackers. Or uh, sausage, cheese, and crackers. So I got a sausage, cheese, and crackers. And my mom was like, you eat that? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, why do you eat that? I was like, it's like seven bucks, mom. Put you on, bud. 
Like, I was like, it's seven bucks, you get three people, you know, we split it two, three ways. Or honestly, e each of us can get our own, but like, it's a good, it's a good, it's a filling snack. It's a filling, it's a filling Yeah, snack. it's a good like, you know, if you're out in the middle of nowhere or out, you know, just ranching or something like that, you pack you some summer sausage, some crackers, you know? Or if you're just going for lunch, that's what I usually get for lunch. But uh, yeah, so come visit College Station. If you're already here, which you probably are if you're listening to this, um, go to the guys Dixie Chicken. Oh, the guys in Germany. Yeah. Shout out those boys. Love those boys. Shout out to the homies in Germany. Oh yeah, that's what we were talking about. Dankeschön. Dankeschön. <laughs> it means what? Let's let's preface this. We're not having profanity in German here, but it means thank you, and you're welcome is what? Bitteschön. Bitteschön. What is that like that? Bitteschön. You just say bitter. Bitter. bitter, like it's Danke. bitter. I sound British. It's bitter. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so actually, yeah, I kind of wanted to talk about that, Ryan. How was it living in Germany? In man? Germany, um, it was an experience. Um, you know, a lot of people, you know, on their on their Instagram profiles or Tinder profiles or whatever, they say, you know, I like to travel um, because they went to. They're from Texas. They're from Dallas, Texas, and they went to Oklahoma City one time. They say I like to travel, and they'll um, have all those. You they know, went to Windstar. Yeah. <laughs> they went to, the went to Windstar yeah. Casino. Man, I love to travel, man. Where you been, Windstar? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, where you been, uh, Austin, Texas? Yeah, you've been to Austin, hey, man, Texas. Not too much. I'm from, from there. You from Bro, Dallas? You're from Maynard. From Maynard. <laughs> you from Dallas? You say I travel. Where you been? I've been to the San Antonio River Walk. <laughs> you know, oh, that place is so nasty. Um, but it, it, it's really easy to travel there. So, for example, um, I live in San Antonio, Texas. Um, it takes about nine-hour drive um, to get out of the state. Yeah. Um, I could go where from where I live in, in Germany. Um it was about 45 minutes to get to the border of France, or a five-hour drive to get to Paris. You know what I want to see? This is really random. I want to see a rodeo out there in Germany or I, I in Paris. I don't think they hate rodeo. You don't think so? I I don't think they hate rodeo. That's Have what I'm you saying. Have heard of a German cowboy? <laughs> Man, <laughs> I don't know, but if he is exists, I'd like to meet him and shake his hand. I would hand. love to go to see a European rodeo. Man, you know they have those bull riders and stuff out of Australia. Those Aussies, they'll come here and That's true, yeah. ride bulls and ride bugging horses. There's one guy in Humble, Texas, outside of Houston. He's from Australia. He rides bareback horses. But, uh, yeah, just imagine. Okay, actually, you lived in Germany. What do you think? You think people would actually go to a rodeo if there was one in Germany? Um, around where I live, it's like a really big military base. Um, so there's a lot of American influence there. And I know, I definitely know the people on base would go to a rodeo. Um, off base, they'd probably be like, this is very American. I mean, it kinda, is. I kind of want to experience it. So they probably would. Hey. Um, let's let's get it going, man. A rodeo in Germany. And so, well, so, oh, one thing about Germany um, is the food. I'm a big guy. I like food. I mean, you're not that big. You, um, you play you play the line in high school. I play the line. Everything. I'm 260 right now. Um, 
Yeah, I'm 260. Um, I'm 260 right now. I'm a big guy. I like food. A lot of people, when they think of German food, they think schnitzel and bratwurst and beer. There are a lot of interesting... <laughs> there are a lot of interesting German dishes. That's what I have to say. What's your favorite one? My favorite one. I... It's called a labor canoodle. What? It's it's a meat dumpling made out of liver. Okay. In um, I want to say it's chicken broth, no beef broth, mm-hmm. and it's very delicious. Bro, remember that one time we were talking about like going to the pool as a kid. And this man was like, oh, yeah, oh, I used to, yeah. I used to yeah. eat bratwurst and schnitzel at the pool. I was yeah. like, dude, I got like 75 cents and I was <laughs> eating Look, okay. oatmeal, oatmeal. No, 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 me and Noah, we, okay. we were at the pool during the there? summer. The mom and dad gave us $5. You got to make that last. You split a bag of Doritos, make them all soggy with your fingers and everything. Yeah. And then Ryan comes in. He goes, yeah, when I went to the pool, I used to eat bratwurst. Man. <laughs> okay, the pools in Germany are so nice. I don't know why. I guess I guess Germans just like their pools or something. <laughs> but you pay like like five euros to get into this pool. It's got like it. I guess in America we think of it more like a like a small indoor water park than a pool. Mm-hmm. Um, because there are like there's slides everywhere, multiple pools. A, lo- a lot of places have five lazy euros. Rosers. How much is that? Well, like three dollars. No. No, 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 no. It'd be closer to like six or seven. Sure, man, damn. Um, to get into a pool? Yes, it is so nice. Um, They're free here. We just walk in. Well, yeah. Well, the nice ones. So there, so there are some rinky dink pools they always in Germany. Have like a bar where they sell beer because it's Germany, so you gotta have beer. Right. Um, and they also have like entire like kitchens and stuff there. Dang. Um, I mean, it's not it's not necessarily like a restaurant, but it's like it's like a poolside you got your, bar. You got your schnitzel, your bratwurst, kind of like a kind of like a concession stand. Um, like it makes basic food, like a concession stand, not like a like at a football game. You know, you oh, got your and you got and you got the currywurst too. That was a, they always had a currywurst. What's a, what's a currywurst? It's um, Spicy it's sausage. just a it's just a, another another type of sausage they have, and you eat it with. Curry ketchup or like curry, it's like this curry sauce, curry sauce. Oh, okay. um, type sauce. It's kind of like ketchup but curry. Okay, okay. Um, no, you have you ever been out of the country? I've been to Mexico. That's about it. What part? What part? Uh, my family's from Querétaro. Uh, they have a restaurant down there, so you know, kind of just eat whatever they give me. Half the time I don't ask. It's better not asking. <laughs> like what it what it, what it's made out of? Yeah. Man, I mean, I mean like, okay. it, can't, it can't be any worse than Taco Bell. You know, they have those new wings. I just tell people, look out. Taco Bell has wings? Yeah. It might be <laughs> some made out of ground beef? horse ankle meat or something. <laughs> horse ankle. Horse ankle. Horse ankle. Horse ankle. <laughs> no, I mean, it's a lot of, like, I guess they eat a lot of, like, baby goats, you know, cabritos and, and, uh... This, this cow as crazy as that sounds, it is actually pretty good. But this podcast has transitioned to some serious intellectual conversation. So, what kind of food is in Germany? Okay, this, just... this podcast throughout this time 
has gone from Bonfire. from mental growth, mental growth to to culinary. <laughs> hey man, I'm not mad at it. One thing that I want to ask, that I'm gonna start asking people. You know, every time they're on the podcast is um, well, if you. So, I'm a rodeo guy. I'm a big rodeo guy. It's, you know, my passion and everything. One of the main reasons why I started this podcast. But um, if you were to rodeo, what event would you rodeo in? You know, like, what event would you compete in? You know, to be honest, I grew up north of the Mason-Dixon line most of my life. So, rodeos, not my game. <laughs> but, I mean, um, if, you, if, if I had to rodeo. Yeah. I feel like he'd be a pretty a pretty good steer. I would yeah. I would wrestle the animals. I don't know which animal. You don't. Know, I, I know I've been. <laughs> you're not about to I know like. I've been to I've been to rodeos. I've been to a few rodeos in San Antonio, uh, mainly for the country concert at the end. But um, I've seen them wrestle. I don't know what they're trying to fight, but I want to do. It. I mean, I I think he'd be a pretty like good bulldogger. Like, honestly, he'd be a pretty good rodeo clown too. I would want to see that. I would want to see that. It's a rodeo clown. I mean, what it sounds like, it's the rodeo clown. They just make, <laughs> they make the crowd laugh and, you know, fight bulls. Wait, is it an actual cl- clown or is it just like a comedian type? It's like thing? a comedian slash clown slash bullfighter. Do they have fighter. to dress up? Not some people around. dress up a lot and some people just wear like shorts and a jersey and then face paint. But I definitely could. You remind me of this one rodeo clown, Justin Rumford. If you haven't seen him, look him up on YouTube. He has a podcast called Rump Chat. Shout out to him. One of the reasons why I started this. But, yeah, Justin Rumford, one of my favorite rodeo clowns. You remind me of him. But, uh, Noe, if you were to rodeo, what event would you compete in? I think you already know. Bull riding? No, I wouldn't compete in bull riding. Can you? What no, is I'd it? Be a roper. Team roper? Team roper. You already seem like a roper, man. No no shame to any ropers out there, but, you know, man. What about Jimmy and Michelob? Get you Michelob Ultra and a... And a rocket donkey that you got from a snow barn for $400. Me, um, I roped a little bit here and there. I've been starting to get into riding Bronx and everything. I'd like to do saddle Bronx, but I feel like, I don't know, I'd have to get beat like if I wanted to do that. <laughs> you wouldn't crush the horse. Those horses are monsters, nah, I need, man. I need a Percheron. A what? I need to ride a Percheron. Okay, I'm sounding like I know what that means. It's but the big, It's the big horse. Those are Clydesdales. Are you mean a Pergeron? Yes. I think that's a horse breed. It sounds familiar and may not, it's a you know. French horn. It's a big French horse. It's a horn? Big French horse. <laughs> oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, I've been starting to ride Bronx and everything. Um, one of my buddies, uh, he's been helping me get into riding Bronx and everything. I consider him my buddy. We just met last week. But, I mean, um, Carson Neal, um, he's been helping me, you know, get into riding Bronx and everything. And, you know, we might have him on the podcast here pretty soon. I'd want him to come and talk about his experience riding Bronx. Uh, yeah, Pergeron. That is, that's an actual breed of horse. Um, but yeah, so, uh, yeah, I would be riding Bronx or, actually, no. Because I am, I, I would consider myself somebody who is starting to ride Bronx. Um, but if I had a choice, like, if you're top-notch at it, which one I would want to do, ride bareback horses. I mean, it's really tough on your body. But, man, those horses are, they really are something. Uh, but, yeah, not that y'all really care. Y'all, y'all, y'all learn in rodeo, you know. But, uh, um, yeah, that's that's the angle I want to take this podcast, you know. You I know? like rodeo. Yeah, I know you like rodeo. That's why I said it. But, uh, yeah, if I had a choice, I'd ride bareback horses, you know. But Why? 
Just because, I mean... Something about being one with the animal. I'm gonna be honest, it just looks really cool. Like, oh <laughs> if we're being honest, like, the dudes are buff. I mean, the horses are humongous for no reason, but, uh, yeah, it just looks cool when you see that guy ran back and giving it to him. Spurring in the neck, but, uh, yeah, so, um... This podcast has taken many, many, many turns many so far. Turns, yeah. yeah. I mean, some of them that y'all won't get to witness because they got cut out, unfortunately. <coughs> Dang, man, you okay? <coughs> no. You inhaling, you inhaling cigars? Hey, I got my inhaler right here if you need it. Uh, no, I'm eating this pop, this pop tart. <coughs> and, uh, you inhaled it, didn't you? Yeah, I inhaled the pop tart. Man. <laughs> cool. But, uh, yeah. Actually, I kind of want to touch on that. That's pretty interesting. Traveling destinations. If you had one place to go that you haven't been already, because I know you grew up in Germany, where would you go? Easy for me. What is it? Andes awesome Mountains. Texas. Man. <laughs> Andes. Andes? Andes Mountains. Uh, that's on the I coast was like, of, Andes uh, Ice Cream? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to go somewhere in the Andes Mountains. Coast of uh, uh, Chile, right? Uh, I mean, it goes all the way up. All the way up. I mean... I kind of I want to go to South America. Um, I've never been to South America. I haven't been outside of America, um, so there's that. <laughs> uh, I, I think that'd be cool. I'd like to go to like. I really like mountains. They're so pretty. Um, so pretty. You can ski on them. You can hike on them. Have you done any of those? Skiing or hiking? Oh yeah! yeah. Oh yeah! Man, I've what been, the heck? I need a. I, I need to start. I started learning how to ski when I was nine years old. Probably one of my we, favorite hikes. We used to go on the Alps. Guadalupe Peak. Guadalupe Peak was a nice hike. Nice, nice. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, y'all seem like the outdoorsy type. Uh, I feel like no. I would go to. Um, I don't want to go to like. I think of like there's no there's there's so many places I'd like to go because I like racing so I don't want to go to like a racing place like Monaco like or, racing cars yeah racing cars nice like F1 but I feel like I'd want to go to like Central America to go catch some like monster fish I couldn't fish fishing just you know it honestly upsets me like I sit there I might just suck at fishing, yeah, I don't know, do. but, um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, regardless. Anyways, next thing, um, so one thing I usually like to talk about on the podcast is, you know, I like to talk about people's mental journey, you know, what makes them tick, what keeps them motivated kind of thing. Um, I like to use this example. So, I mean, you played football, you know, you worked out, you're in the gym. What's one thing that always motivated you when, you're about to hit that PR lift or you're about to go in and max out and everything. What's, what are those mental cues that you tell yourself repeatedly before you go in and, you know, tear it up in there? So like on a normal workout or like when I'm trying to PR? When you're trying to PR. Um, or I guess like I just normal day. workout. Okay. Actually, no, let's take this in another direction. You know, we've gone in many directions. We're probably going full circle here, but, uh, those days where you don't want to get out of bed and go work out, but you kind of have to. What is something that you tell yourself? Because me personally, if I don't get out of bed, I'm just not getting out of bed. <laughs> like that like that one video goes, if God ain't going to do it, it's just not going to get done. <laughs> but uh, what are some things that you tell yourself to keep yourself motivated in those situations? 
when I don't want to get out of bed, but I got to, I just think to myself, Ryan, you have responsibilities, you have an obligation to this team. Um, I, I think about, for me, I think about my team. I think I can't be selfish right now. Um, I can't let my coaches down. I can't let my friends down. Uh, I mean, that's... And then when I'm in the weight room and, and I'm trying to get another rep and or I got a lot more reps and I'm really tired, what do I think of myself? Every single time, just one more. Hey, man, I like that. I mean, that, that when obviously... When the logs, it's a really big one. Uh, you know, um, you can barely walk. I always just think every time, just one more step. Close my eyes, just one more step. Yeah, man, that's something that can really translate to a lot of things, especially like we were talking about earlier. It can translate to bonfire because, I mean, I'm not even going to cap. It's hot. We're in Texas, and we're out there in the – probably towards the end of the summer, but, I mean, the sun doesn't let up. It's still really hot. You're out there cutting trees and everything, and then stack season rolls around. It's cold. We're out there. It's 2 a.m., um, but I think that that motivation can really translate to almost anything in life. But, uh, yeah, so, Noe, what's – What's something that you tell yourself or that you, you know, use for motivation when times get hard? Um, for motivation, I mean, I guess it, it really depends on what I'm doing, but a lot of the times, everything at Central's back to is like, I have a job I need to do and it needs to get done. And it's that concept of, if I don't do it, no one else is going to do it. So I have to be the one to step up and do that. I mean, you take a little instance of getting out of bed, Ryan's got that cantina band alarm that he plays. <laughs> and I know he ain't going to turn that off. Especially like, like, you get up. Yeah, especially like sometimes his phone be going off, and like his phone's on his desk, whatever, and I'm like, I know he ain't going to get out of bed because he puts like 20 alarms on in the morning, you know, three hours before he actually has to wake up. Because I'm the heaviest sleeper I've ever met. <laughs> there have been multiple times I've woken up two, three hours after I'm supposed to get up. My alarm is still going off. Jeez, man. Yeah, so, like, I gotta go turn that off. But, I mean, in a bigger sense, like, you know, with, I guess, things that are responsibilities that are given to me or responsibilities that I've taken myself, you know, just, like, self-responsibility, self-things, you know, like, going to classes. It's one of those things, it's like, nothing in life is ever handed to you. Uh, if you really want something, you got to go get it yourself. And if you feel like things can just be handed to you, then you're doing it wrong. And at some point, it's all going to come back and get you. Yeah, man, things always come first circle. And uh, that's well, one thing. Thank you for the future. Yeah. Exactly, and thinking two steps ahead of what's about to actually happen. Um, yeah, man, I really like those answers. Uh, so we're going towards the end of the podcast here. Um, one thing I like to do that, I mean, I know everybody does this, but, I mean, people are different. Everybody has their own things. Everybody has their own things that, you know, keep them motivated, you know, that is always different from anybody else. So one thing that I want to start doing that I'm going to start doing in podcasts is um, at the end of this, what is, uh, let's see, I'll say probably one sentence, a one sentence life advice that you would give yourself 
a year ago. Ooh. So, if you were a year ago in your shoes, what's something you would tell that person? Something we're made. Oh, man. Wow, that's like prime COVID. I know, man. You know, that was a tough time. Jeez. Um, don't eat another cheese. <laughs> 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 cut, cut out the cheeses. Uh, um, no, no, no. Uh, but. Uh, I just I just said that because I I ate a lot and I stopped working out about a year ago and I got up to about 300 pounds and then I cut it back down to about 250. And I know this man is 250, 260, but this dude looks good. Uh, y'all should go look him up. You know he's single. Ladies hit him up. What what's what's your Instagram? Uh, Curtis the Greater. Curtis the Greater. Curtis underscore the underscore Greater. Okay, well, y'all heard it here, so, you know, definitely go hit homeboy up. He looks really good, and, you know, y'all heard him. He's a pretty cool guy. Um, Noe, <laughs> what's uh, some advice you would tell yourself from a year ago? A year ago, I guess I would say something along the lines of uh, take every moment it's given you, like, and really enjoy it because at some point it's going to leave you, and, I mean, at some point, it's going to leave you, and it's just going to be, you know, you're going to have to keep pushing through to the next, your next adventure in life. It's a run-on sentence. It's a run-on sentence. Shut up, that man. Liberal arts majors in there. Yeah, they're writing. They're writing. Yeah, but I mean, like, a year ago, you know, we were priming the COVID time, and that was, you know, I was about to graduate, you know, prom got canceled, graduation got canceled, everything got canceled, so I mean, things that I was looking forward to, you know, for four years, three, four years, it's like, I didn't get to experience that like most people did, and like, really, ah, a good, a good point of advice, because I was, I was kind of pressed like this time last year, because you know, a lot of things got canceled, it's not that deep. Yeah, I like that. It's not that deep. Honestly, it's not that deep. Get over it. <laughs> on a serious note, um, I that has been my motto for like the past year. Now. It, it really has for me too. Like ever since I got to college. Yeah. On a serious note, my my sentence piece of advice. On a serious note, to my <laughs> <laughs> liberal to, arts major. To my uh, to myself a year ago, uh, would be. Um, don't burn down bridges. It's a good one. Yeah. I like that. Because, I mean, like, you might never know when you might need somebody and they might need you. And if you just keep those connections and stuff, you never know where it may lead you. But um, for me, I have just like a saying. I mean, I've heard, you've probably heard it in other podcasts. But uh, wash your hands and say your prayers because germs and Jesus are everywhere. Um, it's one of my favorites, but I do like it's not that deep. Because one thing that I have learned while being in college is that a lot of the things, especially in high school, when you are 17, 18 years old, I mean, they all seem a lot bigger than they seem. But at the end of the day, you're going to get through it. It's not that deep. Keep focused on what you can control and, you know, go for it, man. But, uh, yeah, so. A synonymous phrase, it's not that deep. I like it. Happens. It. it happens. It happens. It happens. Yeah. Some good advice as, as, that uh, was given to me 
this year is probably you know be somebody. Yeah, that was a good piece of advice. One, 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 uh, you have to know like context for that one, but just be somebody, do something, you know, do something with your life. And uh, if you ever let up, expect to be let, expect to be let down. Dang. One, one, my probably my favorite piece of advice that I've received this year um, was you're gonna have fun. Just whatever you're doing, just make sure you're having fun. Yep. I like that. And that's one thing I feel like both of y'all do really well. That's why we've all three meshed as such good friends because we do keep it fun, just like this podcast. I mean, we've gone all the way to Germany and back, but, you know. <laughs> if, anyone's, just, if anyone's coming into college, it's going to be hard. Yeah. It's, it, it's hard. College is hard. College is tough, depending on your major. Some people may have a relatively easy major, and they may be struggling in it. Some people may have a hard major and, you know, think it's a breeze. But just in general, just... When you're struggling, just know, have fun, because if you only focus on struggling, it's going to, like, eat up at your mind, and not having fun will just ruin, absolutely ruin your mental health. Yeah, for sure. Well, um, thank you all for being on the podcast. I really enjoyed this one. This was a fun episode. Um, They probably will most likely be on another podcast, probably this summer, you know, later on down the road, but, you know... These are gonna get the call up. Yeah, they're gonna get in the big league in the big leagues now. So maybe so. We should start our own podcast. If y'all do start your own podcast, you know, podcast. Yeah, that's what we're gonna call it. Podcast. Y'all do start podcast. Y'all do start your own podcast or podcast or whatever. But yeah, have fun with it. But yeah, thank y'all for being on here. Um, to all y'all listening, you know, keep your heads up. Like we said, have fun. It's not that deep. We're going to get through it. But, uh, yeah, so thanks for tuning in. Be sure to check out the next episode when it airs. I will be posting it on my social media when the next episode is. So be on the lookout for updates. Um, If you have anybody that would like to be on the podcast or if you yourself would like to be on the podcast, DM me and Lee underscore Jackson, all lowercase. Um, And, of course, if you have me on Snapchat, you can add me. Or if you run into me in person, just stop me and say hello. Add me on Snapchat, too. Oh, yeah. Do y'all want to put y'all social media on here? You already have your Instagram, Ryan. Yeah. Do you want to put your Snap? All right, my Snap. I have to look it up. Okay. Noe, what's your Instagram? uh, N-O-E-E-P-E-N-A-A. Noe Pena, but with two E's at the end of Noe and two A's at the end of Pena. Alright, snap. So snap is Ryan V, that's all one word, no spaces, underscore greater, spelled normal. Okay. All lowercase. Ryan V underscore greater. Noe, what's your snap? Snap, this is Noe13. All well, one, all one thing. There it is. We'll make sure to add them, follow them, keep up with what they're doing on a daily basis, and yeah, keep going day to day, and we'll see y'all in the next one.